the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today on Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. God concentrates most of his miracles, most of his teachings, in an area on the earth that is less than five square miles. And he does it in a very short amount of time, just three and a half years, does he give all these teachings and all these miracles. And look at verse 20 again. The people living in that area where all these miracles and all these teachings took place, the people living in that area that saw all these mighty works, they didn't repent. Repentance is the appropriate response to Jesus. Do you ever wonder if you have the ability to make a real impact on the kingdom of God? Is evangelism mainly for those who can travel the world and cover as much ground as possible? Well, the simple answer is no. In today's message, Pastor Dan will show you that you can have a major impact on God's kingdom by sharing the gospel with just one or two people. You may be surprised to know that Jesus focused most of his miracles and teachings within a five-mile radius. And now look at how it spread. Now here's Pastor Dan in the book of Matthew chapter 11 for today's edition of Ring of Truth. chapter 11, verse 20. Then he began to rebuke the cities in which most of his mighty works had been done because they did not repent. Woe to you, Chorazin! Woe to you, Bethsaida! For if the mighty works which were done in you had been done in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented long ago in sackcloth and ashes. But I say to you, it'll be more tolerable for Tyre and Sidon in the day of judgment than for you. And you, Capernaum, who are exalted to heaven, will be brought down to Hades, or hell. For if the mighty works which were done in you had been done in Sodom, it would have remained until this day. But I say to you that it shall be more tolerable for the land of Sodom in the day of judgment than for you. At that time, Jesus answered and said, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and prudent and have revealed them to babes. Even so, fathers, for so it seemed good in your sight. All things have been delivered to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, nor does anyone know the Father except the Son, and the one to whom the Son wills to reveal him. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Jesus performed countless miracles that attest to his deity, uh, that show that he is the Messiah of Israel and the King of the Jews that was promised to come in the Old Testament. We've seen in the Gospel of Matthew that he preached the gospel and he taught in all of the synagogues 
throughout the Galilee. In chapter 10, Jesus sent out his 12 disciples throughout the Galilee to tell people about the kingdom, to proclaim the gospel, the good news. The people living in the Galilee had the greatest revelation of Jesus Christ in history more than any other people, past or present. Yet, the majority of the people who heard Jesus, who saw his miracles, willfully rejected him and his message. Now, you would think everyone who saw Jesus and heard him preach would become a believer, but most people did not. In verse 20, look at verse 20, Jesus singles out three cities in particular. He names names here, and he rebukes them for their unbelief. The cities of Chorazin, Bethsaida, and then further down in the passage, Capernaum. Verse 20 says that Jesus, look what it says, Jesus did most of his mighty works in these three cities. The three cities form kind of a triangle. This is called the evangelical triangle. The evangelical triangle. Most of Jesus's ministry was in this area. He performed most of his miracles. He preached most of his sermons in and around these three cities. 80 to 85 percent of what you read about Jesus in the Gospels occurred in this triangle, in and around these three cities. If you remember, John's Gospel tells us that if all the miracles Jesus performed were written down one by one, that the world would not be able to contain the volumes of books that would be written. So the Gospels give us only a small sampling of the miracles of Jesus. In the Gospels, 33 miracles are recorded. That Jesus performed 25 of the 33 miracles occurred in the area of these three cities. I want to give you perspective here. The distance from Chorazin to Capernaum. Two and a half miles. The distance from Capernaum over to Bethsaida. A little bit more than three and a half miles. So the entire area of this evangelical triangle is less than five square miles. And understand, think about this. God comes down from heaven into this world in the person of Jesus Christ, God incarnate. He comes down to reveal himself to mankind. And what does God do? God concentrates most of his miracles, most of his teachings in an area on the earth that is less than five square miles. And he does it in a very short amount of time, just three and a half years. Does he give all these teachings and all these miracles? And look at verse 20 again. The people living in that area where all these miracles and all these teachings took place, the people living in that area that saw all these mighty works, they didn't repent. Repentance is the appropriate response to Jesus and his teaching. I want to be clear about that. Every person should respond to Jesus with repentance. It doesn't matter who you are. Repentance means to change your mind about yourself. It means to change your mind about your life. It means to change your mind about the way that you're living and to turn from your sin and to turn to Jesus Christ for forgiveness and salvation. Jesus said, unless you repent, you will likewise perish in your sins. Repentance is how we should respond to Jesus Christ and his message. Repentance is what Jesus was looking for from the people. Jesus revealed himself in this small 
concentrated geographical area, and then he gave the people in that area time to repent, room to repent, and they didn't repent. Now, their rejection of Jesus Christ was not due to a lack of evidence. It was not because they didn't understand the gospel message. It was not because they didn't really understand who Jesus is. They received more proof than anyone anywhere ever, and it came directly from Jesus Christ himself. The people living in the area of these three cities, they rejected Jesus Christ solely because of the hardness of their hearts. Because of the hardness of their hearts. Psalm 81, the Lord says, my people would not heed my voice. My people wouldn't listen to me. And Israel would have none of me. And so I gave them over to their stubborn heart to walk in their own counsels. Oh, that my people would listen to me, that Israel would walk in my ways. Their hearts were stubborn. Their hearts were hard. And they refused to repent. They refused to believe. John 1 says of Jesus that Jesus came unto his own and his own received him not. Again, it wasn't because they didn't understand. They just didn't receive him. They rejected him. John 3 says of Jesus, light has come into the world and men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. They just love their evil deeds. They love darkness. And many people today who reject Jesus Christ and reject his offer of eternal life, do so not because they lack understanding. Not because they don't understand the gospel message or what is required of them. They reject Jesus Christ because they don't want to repent of their sins. And they don't want to surrender their life to him. They love darkness rather than light. And so in verse 21, Jesus says to the city of Chorazin, Woe unto you, Chorazin. Woe unto you, Bethsaida. And in verse 23, he rebukes Capernaum. Now, it's interesting to me that Jesus didn't rebuke other cities like he rebuked these three cities. If you remember when he crossed over the Sea of Galilee to go to the other side and he came to the area of Gadara, remember that? And the people of Gadara asked Jesus to leave. Jesus didn't rebuke them. Jesus didn't say, woe unto you, Gadara. Oh, he just got in a boat and he left. When Jesus was in Nazareth in Luke chapter 4, and the people of Nazareth became angry with him, and they dragged him out of the city to throw him off a cliff to kill him, Jesus didn't rebuke Nazareth. He didn't say, woe unto you, Nazareth. He just slipped through the crowd and he left, but he rebukes these three cities, the people of Chorazin, of Bethsaida, and Capernaum. The people of these three cities, they never asked Jesus to leave. They never chased him out of town. They didn't mock him. They didn't ridicule his teachings. They didn't threaten his life. They didn't attempt to kill him. Listen, give me your attention. Their sin was far worse. Their sin was indifference. Their sin was indifference towards Jesus Christ. And maybe the people of these three cities found his sermons interesting. Maybe they found the miracles entertaining. Maybe they showed up when there was a free lunch and he's multiplying bread and fish and making Moby Dick sandwiches for everybody. But otherwise, they were unaffected by Jesus. They were indifferent. 
for three and a half years, all these miracles, all these teachings are happening in their backyard. And they're unaffected. Jesus did most of his mighty works in their midst. And they didn't change their mind. They didn't change their ways. They weren't provoked to repentance and faith. They were indifferent about Jesus. The Bible tells us that in the last days before Jesus Christ returns, people will be indifferent toward him. That'll be one of the characteristics of the last days. You're listening to Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton of Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City, Maryland. We'll return to the second half of today's message in a moment. But first, here's a word from Pastor Dan. It's my privilege to share the Word of God with you through our radio ministry, Ring of Truth. Thank you for tuning in each day. Hey, I would love to hear from you. Will you take a moment to email me to tell me how these daily studies have ministered to you? I want to hear your story. You can email me through our website at calvaryec.com. That's calvaryec.com. Thanks, Pastor Dan. Now let's join him again for the conclusion of today's edition of Ring of Truth. In Luke chapter 17, verses 26 to 30, Jesus said, And as it was in the days of Noah, so it will be also in the days of the Son of Man. They ate, they drank, they married wives, they were given in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark. And the flood came and destroyed them all. Likewise, as it was also in the days of Lot, they ate, they drank, they bought, they sold, they planted, they built. But on the day that Lot went out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. Even so will it be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed. Most people were indifferent to the Lord in the days of Noah and Lot. And so it will be in the last days before Jesus Christ is revealed, before Jesus Christ returns. Most people will be indifferent and pay no attention to the Lord, no attention to his word, and just kind of go about life business as usual. Just like the people of Chorazin and Bethsaida and Capernaum, they carried on business as usual with Jesus in their midst, working mighty miracles, teaching about the kingdom of heaven, God incarnate, Emmanuel, God was with them. And they were indifferent. Indifference toward Jesus Christ is really the worst form of unbelief. When a person has no reaction at all to the gospel message, no reaction to Jesus Christ, no response, and they just carry on with life, it shows the extent of the hardness and callousness of their heart toward God. Their heart is so hard that they just ignore God. Look at verse 21 again. Woe to you, Chorazin. Woe to you, Bethsaida. For if the mighty works which were done in you had been done in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented long ago in sackcloth and ashes. But I say to you, it will be more tolerable for Tyre and Sidon in the day of judgment than for you. And you, Capernaum, who are exalted to heaven, will be brought down to Hades or hell. For if the mighty works which were done in you had been done in Sodom, it would have remained until this day. Now, if I were to ask you to make a list of the five most dangerous cities in the United States, and we were to compare our lists, we probably would have some of the same cities on all of our lists, right? Now, if you were to ask a Jewish person living in the first century to make a list of the most wicked cities in their history, Tyre, Sidon, and Sodom would be near the top of everyone's list. 
to the Jewish people, Tyre and Sidon, epitomized pagan idolatry and wickedness. That's what came to mind when you mentioned Tyre and Sidon. Jezebel, the wife of King Ahab, was from Sidon. She was the daughter of the king of Sidon. Jezebel, if you don't know, she was very wicked and evil. Jezebel, when she was queen over Israel, she promoted the worship of Baal in the nation on kind of a national level. She persecuted and killed the prophets of the Lord God. Then when you think of Sodom, most everyone knows about Sodom, even to this day. The secular world knows the story of Sodom. Genesis 13, 13 says of the men of Sodom that they were exceedingly wicked and sinful against the Lord. Sodom was synonymous with depraved immorality and violence. And look what Jesus says in verse 21. He says, if he had performed the same mighty works in the city of Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented long ago in sackcloth and ashes. But Chorazin and Bethsaida didn't repent. Then he says of Capernaum, if he would have performed the same miracles that he performed in Capernaum, if he would have performed those miracles in Sodom, Sodom would have repented and would remain to this day. That's a pretty strong rebuke. The Lord is saying here that the people of Tyre and Sidon and Sodom were more receptive to God than the people of Chorazin, Bethsaida, and Capernaum. Again, in verse 22, Jesus says to Chorazin and Bethsaida, look, it will be more tolerable for Tyre and Sidon in the day of judgment than for you. And then down in verse 24, he says to Capernaum, but I say to you that it shall be more tolerable for the land of Sodom and the day of judgment than for you. Jesus is talking about the judgment day. There is a judgment day that's coming. And there is a hell. Just as much as there's a heaven, there's a hell. And we see here with these verses that there will be degrees of punishment in hell for those who reject Jesus Christ. Now, make no mistake, hell will be terrible for everyone who is there. But the judgment of hell will be more severe for those who have received greater revelation of God. The greater the revelation of Jesus Christ a person has, the greater the judgment for that person who rejects Jesus Christ. With revelation comes more accountability. And so the judgment of the people of Chorazin, Bethsaida, and Capernaum, who did not believe in Jesus Christ, will be more severe than for the people of Tyre, Sidon, and Sodom. Again, with more revelation comes more accountability. And if you're here today and you are not a believer in Jesus Christ, meaning you have not repented of your sins and turned to him for forgiveness and salvation, you are accountable for the information you have received about Jesus Christ. And you have a lot of information available to you. There are churches all over town that you can go to and learn about Jesus Christ and hear the gospel message. There is Christian radio. There's Christian television. There are apps and websites and YouTube and the Internet. The gospel message is more accessible to you today than at any other time in history. And if you are a non-believer, you will be accountable for all that information that is freely available to you. 
The people who lived in Chorazin, Bethsaida. Now listen, listen. The people who lived in Chorazin, Bethsaida, and Capernaum, they were deeply religious people. They attended synagogue regularly. They kept the law of Moses. They were careful to obey the commandments of God. They were morally good. And yet they were indifferent about Jesus Christ. And because they were indifferent about Jesus Christ, Jesus said, listen, they will receive a harsher judgment than morally depraved, idolatrous people who've never set foot in a synagogue or a church, who've never cared about the commandments of God, were the opposite of morally good. They will receive a harsher judgment than them. Listen, being religious will not save you. Being a moral person or a good person will not save you. Attending church every Sunday will not save you. You have to repent of your sins and put your trust in Jesus Christ and his death on the cross for your sins and his resurrection for salvation. Jesus was looking for repentance from these people. If you want eternal life, you must come through Jesus Christ. That's the only way. What they did with Jesus is the issue here. What they didn't do with him. Look again at what Jesus says about Capernaum. He says the people of Capernaum are exalted to heaven and they will be brought down to hell. If you remember, as we've seen in our study of the Gospel of Matthew, Jesus moved from Nazareth to Capernaum and he lived in that city of Capernaum. In chapter 9, verse 1, Capernaum is called his own city. It's where he lived. Almost every miracle that we read about in chapters 8 and 9 occurred in Capernaum. The Sermon on the Mount, the greatest sermon ever delivered, was delivered on a hillside just outside of Capernaum. Capernaum was ground zero for the ministry of Jesus Christ. So Capernaum was exalted to heaven because they had the privilege of witnessing so much of Jesus's ministry and works. But it will be brought down to hell because of its unbelief. You know, it's interesting if you go to Capernaum or Chorazin or Bethsaida today. Bethsaida is being excavated right now, by the way. It's just ruins. And what's interesting to me, too, is when you go, especially to Chorazin and Capernaum, the most prominent feature of the ruins is their synagogue, where they practice their religion, but they rejected their savior. Now, the city of Tiberias, which is also an ancient city that was around in the days of Jesus, but it was a pagan city. It was a Roman city. It's just a couple miles from Capernaum. Tiberias is still there. Tiberias still exists. So it's not that, oh, well, these are just ancient cities, and of course they, they were destroyed over time. Tiberius is still there. The pagan city is still there. God didn't destroy that one. It's quite a testimony to see the ruins of Capernaum and Chorazin and Bethsaida and consider this warning, this rebuke. Verse 25 moves on now and says, it says, at that time Jesus answered. Nobody asked him a question, but he's going to answer anyways. It just means he spoke out loud here for the crowd to hear. And he said, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and prudent and have revealed them to babes. Even so, Father, for it seemed good in your sight. The way of salvation is hidden from the wise and the prudent. That is, those who are wise in their own eyes. Uh, Isaiah chapter 5, verse 21, which is what Jesus seems to be referring to here. Isaiah 5, 21 says... 
woe to those who are wise in their own eyes and prudent in their own sight. He asked me how I know, and I say, bring sure than the finest crystal. Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. Pastor Dan has been teaching through the book of Matthew, verse by verse and chapter by chapter. As you listen through this series, we encourage you to read on your own as well. There's so much to gain from spending time with God in His Word. You'd be amazed at what can be revealed to you in a personal way. Did you hear something today that struck a chord with you and you'd like to hear it again? No problem. All of the messages you hear on Ring of Truth can be found on our website. Go to calvaryec.com and search for these teachings under the Media tab. While you're there, you'll likely find and explore other series or teachings that sound interesting. Are you growing through this study in Matthew? We sure hope so. Another resource you might find useful is our podcast. You can subscribe to the Ring of Truth podcast as another way to stay connected to the teaching of Scripture. We'll notify you each time we upload a new episode. You'll find a link to subscribe to our podcast on our website, calvaryec.com. You can also search for Ring of Truth in iTunes. If you're interested in learning more about the church that supports this radio ministry, our website has all the information you need about Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City. Come join us this weekend for worship and Bible study. Once again, that's calvaryec.com. Thanks for listening to Ring of Truth. I see the signs and I recognize the hands that crack. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.